This is sports stuff. Betting stuff. The money train. Hop aboard the money train for all the easy money. I would like to call to attention that Alex does not have his token on. Ooh, Alex. You going to remedy this issue? Well, I didn't do very well last week, and I feel like I didn't. I don't know. That's not a good token for me. Yes, give me a minute. Or just you keep doing you. I'll figure out a token. Okay. This is Sports Stuff Betting Stuff, the number one sports betting podcast coming out of the Sports Stuff with Jim and Muff Enterprise. I'm your host of hosts, Muff, the original degenerate, joined by... I am Jim, the Ohio homer, soon to be Ohio degenerate. The advertising in Ohio is thick, Muff. Thick. Super duper thick. If you do DraftKings, I mean, they're offering... Hundred dollars, thousand dollars, it is thick. Uh, FanDuel sending me emails like crazy for being an Ohio resident. It's getting hot and heavy here in Ohio. Don't forget your friends whenever you uh, make an account on January one. I already made an account and I screwed up. Where your refer refer a friend deposits, you know, somebody like me or Alex. Right, but do you think I did it too soon? No, it's based on your deposit. Okay. So when that time comes, you will get a link from Alex and I, and you can decide which one of you like us you like better. I feel I'm like a... honest. What? What'd you say? I'm gonna holler at my boys. This is what I'm gonna do. Muff that quickly, and I was gonna say yeah. I muff because he's, you know. This is how I'm gonna decide which one of you gets it. It's whoever has the best record of the two of you at the end of this, because it's January one when I'm eligible to do it. So whoever has the best record of the two of you gets my money. Okay, Alex, introduce yourself, please. I'm Alex, the medical degenerate. Are you wearing a bow tie? Yep. I'm getting Good choice for your token. You should wear it like this. That's how you should wear it. It looks like, it doesn't look like a bow tie anymore. It looks like a bow. My sister got me this and like, look at the two ends of this bow tie. Like, how do those hook together? Very carefully. It's like, <laughs> I agree. Okay. Uh, so, how this works, any new listeners, is... Uh, we will go through last week's best bets. We'll go through our specialty picks. We'll go into the college lines for this week, followed by the NFL lines for this week. And then we will unveil our best bets as long as, as well as our specialty picks. And this week we have a special guest mm-hmm. because one of us has above 500 record. We promised that Muffnack would join. Get pumped. So Muffnack is uh, going to join to be a guest picker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the Punisher Parlay. Punisher parlay. So, getting into last week's best bets, we will go in the order of best record, which will go Muff, Jim, Alex. I have to get serious this week. You, you better. Muff, me, I went seven and two. One of the best marks for a week so far this season. I think it is the best. No, Mine was the best last week, but I think seven wins is the best. Okay. Uh, it started out with TCU covering seven and a half versus WVU. Win number one. Barely. Ill- well, that, that did have a little luck involved. Illinois covering seven and a half versus Nebraska. Another win. My first loss came with South Carolina not covering three and a half. In fact, South Carolina didn't even win against Missouri. First loss. And then I went on a tear in the NFL on Sunday. I had the Cowboys covering nine and a half versus the Bears. The Dolphins covering three and a half versus the Lions. 
the Vikings covering three and a half versus the Cardinals, the Tech, the Titans covering two and a half versus the Texans, and the 49ers covering one and a half versus the 49ers with my last loss, the second loss coming in Monday night football as the Browns and Bengals do not hit the over 47. So I had a rough college run. I went six and three, but nobody told me the Utah game was on Thursday. That was an error on my part. Lost the Utah game. Utah minus seven to Washington State. Hit that TCU game against WVU. Thank you to some wildness at the end. TCU minus seven and a half. My favorite part is Jim thinking he lost that. I know. I was like, <laughs> you got lucky, Jim. He's like, what? And I was like, he's like, thank you. That was, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, Illinois minus seven and a half against Nebraska. I, too, lost the South Carolina game like Muff. And then probably my dumbest move of the weekend, uh, betting on Boston College minus seven and a half against UConn of all teams. Boston College can't pull it through. And then I, too, like Muff because I tailed Muff. Uh, hit all them uh, NFL games, except I didn't bet on the Bengals game. All the rest of my bet followed Muff. All right. Well, I did not do as all as them. I was four and five. So the funny thing is I was four and four for so long. I was like, you know what I'll do? I'll put a ninth <laughs> one in and go five and four or four and five. So I had Oklahoma State at Kansas State, Oklahoma State, which I was very confident in and was very wrong. It was a loss. Number 10, Wake Forest at Louisville. I was very confident in Wake. Again, a miserable loss. Uh, those two are really bad. Like of your bets, those two were ones I thought were rock solid. Yeah, I know. And that's what in my mind, I'm like, if those would have been rock solid, we would have an awesome week. Yeah. So I hit Illinois minus seven and a half at Nebraska. I hit UT minus 12 and a half versus Kentucky. I moving to the NFL, I lost Jags minus two and a half versus the Broncos. Um, I lost Falcons minus four and a half versus the Panthers. I won the Dolphins to cover versus the Lions, Titans to cover versus the Texans, and I lost miserably again with the Bengals minus three and a half at the Browns. Which brings our best bets record for the season. I am atop the leaderboard at 34, 30, and one. I'm above 500, which is why Muffneck will be on the show this week. Special present. I am slightly below 500 now at 36 and 37. And I'm climbing that mountain back, baby. 36 and 39 and one. Three more to go. Three more to go. Impressive because you were down in the hole to start. I was down 10. The last two weeks have brought you back. Yes. I will credit where credit's due. You are on a tear. Thank you very much. Next, we get into our specialty picks. The Mike Allstott pick of the week. Pow, pow, pow. above 500 after a slow start to five and four as the Titans cover two and a half versus the Texans. The Neil Brown risky pick of the week. Comes back to reality as we lose this one, but are still above 500 at five and four as Cincinnati money line does not cover. And as a reminder, the Neil Brown risky pick of the week has to be a money line dog. And Jim still does not know how to spell Neil. (sighs) <sighs> I've given up on him. And last, the former Muff Parlay of Death, now known as the Punisher Parlay. 
Good, good sound effect. Glad we got it going. Oh, wait, what was our... <gasps> the Punisher Parlay. No, that was the Parlay Death. Jim, I feel, like I, pouted. I feel like I pouted last week and didn't do a sound effect, so Jim did it. That's right. I think it was Punisher. I think it was something. Punisher. Was... Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, did lose again, but it made it all the way to the last leg. It started with the Mike Allstott pick, which was Titans minus two and a half. Um, well, it actually started on Saturday with TCU to cover versus WVU. So that was lucky. It was fortuitous that it made it to Sunday to th- for the Titans to cover. And it made it all the way to Monday night football. We had the Bengals minus three and a half versus the Browns. Alex's pick was a loss. So Alex is now out of the Punisher parlay. I am back in. And Muffnack is going to bring the fourth leg this week in the Punisher parlay. Have fun. Yes. Yes. Now we had one additional pick, which had nothing to do with us against the sports books, but it had to do with Alex versus Jim. Yep. I uh I lost the hell out of that Kentucky game against Tennessee. Kudos to Alex. What an ass whooping. What was the final score? A lot to a little. I believe I suggested that this could even go to three scores as an alternate line. Yeah. It was rough. It was rough. It was not good. I would also have won. Yeah. We should have got in there, Muff. I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about it. I just was talking to you two about making it a more interesting situation. Mm -hmm. Which brings us into the college lines for the week. Alex, Jim, you two take away college. I'll do the NFL. All right. Jim, you want to do it? No, it's all you, buddy. You're good at this. All right. So we will start with App State at Coastal Carolina. App State favored by three over under 63 and a half. I don't bet against App State. I like them here. Uh, I don't. This is it's not App State. So I would lean towards Coastal plus the points. But I would honestly just like to cheer for the over. I'm not. Yeah, this is not gonna I be agree. A best, not going to be a best bet, but I would cheer for the over just to have a fun game. Yep. Points. Yep. Our next game is. Duke at Boston College. Duke is favored by nine and a half points against Boston College, who suffered a loss to UConn last week. I will never put money for. I'm going on a two-year ban of putting money on Boston College. I'm putting money on Duke here. I think. I think it's a smart bet. I I think I'm going to leave Duke for a best bet for me. It's at Boston College. The weather's not. The weather's actually more of North Carolina weather right now, especially over the weekend. So. It's not like Boston College has an advantage because it's cold. Boston College doesn't have an advantage, period. Fair enough. This bow tie is itchy. All right. Number 24, Oregon State takes on Washington in Washington. Washington's favored by four and a half points. The over-under set at 54 and a half. The unranked team is favored. Yes. If this at was Washington. At, yeah. If this was at, I think that plays a lot into it. Because if this was at Beaver State, Beaver's whatever stadium then i think it'd be the opposite way i'm staying away from this one i don't trust either team i don't either I, if anything i'd go with um oregon state to cover but i think i'll stay away also staying away all right number two ohio state versus at northwestern ohio state's favored by 38 points with the over under set at 57 and a half I would say they cover, but I would avoid the over. 
Really? As an Ohio State. Because I think they come out and smash, and then they throttle back and put in the, the second string. You don't think that gives Northwestern an opportunity to put garbage time points up? No, I don't think they do. The over is a leaner for me. And I think that I think that's not a bad scenario, like Muff just said. The garbage points could yeah, hit the over, but I just I think they'll cover. I think Ohio State covers big. Yeah, we're looking at like a forty-five to seven, forty, uh, forty-nine to seven-ish game. I would say fifty-six points scored by Ohio State. That leaves literally yeah any points. Ohio State scores fifty six points as long as Northwestern kicks a field goal at some point. It covers. That's why I'm saying I don't like the over. I I think Ohio State scores fifty six points. And and you think Northwestern scores zero? Gets blanked. No, your That's, your logic. You just made out. a very silly decision. I, I we'll see. The logic doesn't play out to me because if you're saying that Ohio State's going to pull back, I think their second string. Their second string is still better than Northwestern, but I think yes. Northwestern can at least get a field goal on their second string. Yeah, I'll walk that back. I'll walk back that that Homer bias. You're right. I'll walk that back. I I am leaning towards the over, but I'm not going to make a final call on it yet. Oh, yeah, I won't. I'm, I'm not interested in this game. I think it's going to be hard to Ohio, watch. Not that I think Ohio State has any chance of losing this game, but I think it's very easy to. Uh, come into this game with the mentality of Ohio State being like, yeah, all we have to do is show up. I have a problem with the grass. <laughs> like, I worry about injury. Okay, that's you should be worrying more about injury on the other surfaces, Jim. Have you not been watching the NFL? In the uh, that's a good point, too. That? That's a good point, too. But it's only on the NFL that seems to be a thing. More grass fields in college. Oh, okay. that. All right, moving on. We will go to sorry, I scrolled down. Uh Texas Tech at number seven TCU. TCU is favored by nine and a half points. I think TCU comes back out and handles business here after a close, a little bit of a close call. It it's at TCU. I think they handle it as in cover? Yeah. I think they went by a touchdown and field goal. They went by 10. Got it. Uh right. This is a big 12 over under 69 and a half. Yeah. We're looking at like a 40 to 30 game. I just, uh, TCU's defense is, is the unknown, right? I mean, WVU doesn't have a terrible offense, but it's also not a high powered offense given some of their uh, inadequacies this year. So I don't know enough about Texas Tech's offense to, to really get on either side of this line. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's, I have it on my list as a potential, but I think if when something gets cut, it will be this game. Um, but I don't hate the TCU minus nine and a half pick. Fair. All right. Moving on. Number 17, UNC at Virginia. UNC favored by seven and a half points. The over under set at 59 and a half. North Carolina. I was going to say, I like North Carolina a lot in this game. Yeah. Raise up. Give me North Carolina to cover. Best bet. Lock it in. Me yeah. too. I'm hammering that one home. Yeah, I got that one as well. That one. We may have found something. Uh oh. All right. Next game, Iowa at Purdue. Purdue minus four and a half over under 40. Give me the over. Taking the over. Iowa exploded for 33 points last week. 
32. Like, is this sarcasm? Oh, no. I'm taking the over. No sarcasm needed. I hate whenever Muff does this. Purdue was able to put up points on Penn State. Iowa, I think, offense can do some damage versus Penn State's defense. Give me the over. I'm looking at a 28 to 17 plus game. Really? Yes. Well, I don't even know who's going to win, but I'm looking at 28 to 17 plus. Okay. It's on a terrible. I mean, I, I saw that and I was like, hmm. But I don't think I'm going to take it. 28 to 17. All right. You're buying it? I like that. All right. Next game, we have Kentucky at Missouri. Kentucky minus one and a half over under 40 and a half. Kentucky money line. Kentucky. Missouri money line? Yes. Kentucky minus one and a half, and I like the over here. I can't wear my bow tie anymore, guys. I'm sorry. It's very <laughs> yeah, I don't trust Kentucky. I don't trust Missouri. I don't trust anything about this game. Staying away. I like the, I like the over, and I like Kentucky. I don't really like to double dip on games because then you just get doubly disappointed. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna leave them both on my possibles list. Jim, where where did you come to on this? I'm probably gonna take Kentucky minus one and a half. Okay. He went from Kentucky money line to Missouri money line to Kentucky minus one and a half. All right, Florida at Texas A&M. Texas A&M favored by three and a half points at the over under set at fifty five and a half. I like Florida in this game, I, but is it? Why do you like that? Because I don't like Texas A&M. Exactly. All right. I would actually lean AM to cover, but I'm not going to do anything with it. All and right. I think that just the heart, like my heart's making me stay away from that because that's a spike pick. Yep. We can't do it. Just because right. you don't like Jimbo doesn't mean that you got to pick against him every week. Exactly. I know. I, I, I know. <laughs> I know. Be like scoring. I know. I know. All right. Minnesota at Nebraska, Minnesota minus 15 and a half over under 46 and a half. I got nothing here. <laughs> I want to bet Nebraska. Why? The, the Nebraska rule. Like, I want to bet Nebraska because I don't think I don't allowed. think they lose by that much. So I'm glad that I have this my friends that are there, my sponsors in betting to say don't do that. My sponsors in betting. Because I would totally put money on Nebraska. I'm glad that we're gonna tell you you're not allowed. Yeah. Because I would. I don't think that Nebraska loses by that much. All right. Moving on to Maryland at Wisconsin. Wisconsin minus four and a half over under 50 and a half. I like Maryland here too. I like Wisconsin. I was just going to say, I think I like Wisconsin. But it's not going to be a best bet. I lean Wisconsin. Number 19, Tulane. Wisconsin coming off a bye. I believe so, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wisconsin coming off to buy. They were actually starting to put things together going in the right direction. Maryland is, I think, trending in the wrong direction. This is at Wisconsin. I would lean. You know what? Best bet, Wisconsin to cover. Ooh. It's going on to the slate. Talk now, myself talk myself into it. Now I will shy away. 
All right, number 19, Tulane at Tulsa. No, 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 we're not. Muff, I don't think they're trending anyway. They lost to Purdue. <laughs> like, what do you mean? They're playing better. And Maryland is not playing better. They beat Northwestern. They okay. beat Indiana. Okay. They lost Purdue. Mm-hmm. That was a good game. They beat Michigan State. Okay. They lost a tough one to Michigan by seven points. Okay. They beat SMU. Okay. So, so all I heard only... all I heard from this is they lost a close game to Michigan. It's the only thing that makes me feel any type of confidence. And when was that? Week what? Two? Three? Four. Week four. Right. So like five weeks ago. But they've won every other game but the Purdue game. Against who? Okay. What makes you think Wisconsin's solid? They're four and four. Okay. They beat Northwestern. Michigan State beat them. The only head-to-head that's decent is Maryland lost to Purdue and Wisconsin beat Purdue. Still doing it. Still doing it. But now if I pick Maryland, it's a spite pick. Well, then don't pick Maryland. Maryland off the bat. I'll give it to you. It wasn't a spite pick. Okay. You're not spiting. You're leaning. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Okay. Go ahead. Lean away. I'm going, going, going. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say it again. Is there any more interruptions coming on that game before I? Nope. You're good. Okay. Number 19, Tulane at Tulsa. Tulane minus seven and a half over under 57 and a half. My heart says Tulane. I, I have no. I don't know anything about either his team, so I'm not going to mess with it. Yeah, I agree. Baylor at Oklahoma. Oklahoma minus three and a half over under 61 and a half. How tempting is Baylor? Not at all. They, I mean, why are they tempting to you? I think they're tempting to me because Oklahoma has it. Like, Oklahoma has not looked good. They got a win versus Iowa State. I mean, whatever. By like 13 points. <laughs> Who's been at quarterback when Oklahoma hasn't looked good, though? Not Dylan Gabriel. Right. That's You're right. You're right. I would lean Oklahoma, but I'm not messing with it. Yeah, I'm not touching it either. All right. Excuse me. All right. Number 16, Penn State at Indiana. Penn State minus 14 over under 50 and a half. I mean, I lean Penn State, but I'm not going to mess with this game. Do you lean Penn State because you're a fan? Do you lean Penn State? Lean Penn State because it's uh, Indiana. I looked at the over in this game. I looked at the under. I don't. I'm not going to take it. I just. I have a hard time ever looking at unders. Like I don't. My mind doesn't go there. Life's too short. Why are you thinking the under, Jim? I just don't see it being a high-scoring game. That's why the Penn State to cover 14, I don't know that they do that. That's what I lean. I'm not going with it, though, so. I am shying away from it. All right. Number one, Tennessee. At number three, Georgia. Georgia is favored by eight and a half points. The over-under at 65 and a half. I will announce right now, I will be riding with Tennessee to cover this plus eight and a half. Give me it. Give it to me. I am also on the train, and given how things roll, that probably means bad things. 
I also thought for a hot second, I don't think I'm going to do it, but the over. Just, I don't think that's a bad decision. It would just be really fun to root for, but I, I it's a little high for me. I don't think it's a bad idea. It was like 62 and a half. I would probably be all over it, but I think I'm just going to stick with my Tennessee plus eight and a half in this one. Me too. I love it. All right. Michigan State at number 14, Illinois. Illinois minus 16 and a half over under 41 and a half. I kind of want Michigan State. Really? Yeah. Mm. I, I like the over because of Illinois. Illinois hasn't beaten anybody by that much. Yeah, but it's only 41 and a half. But I think Michigan State can score some points. I could talk about the spread. I don't think Michigan, I don't think Illinois has beaten anybody as by that many points. It's always close. Yeah. Muff, what say you? Mm, I don't think that's a bad take, but I'm just taking a look here at Illinois' last three or four games. Illinois beat Nebraska by 17, Minnesota by 12, Iowa by 3, Wisconsin by 24. Yeah, Yeah, they're not putting up usually any more than about 30 points in any given game. So... Yeah, that's not that's not a bad that's not a bad take. I can, I can see them, you know, being short. So I mean, this line is looking at what a twenty-eight to fourteen-ish game, twenty-eight to thirteen, somewhere in that range. Yeah. If you're looking at the line and the over/under, so um, if Jim, if you think that Illinois can't score more than thirty, then I think it's within the realm of possibility to take plus the points of Michigan State. I really think about it. What do you think about the over-under? Mm, I mean, I would venture under, but again, could Illinois explode for some points here and take that away? Then it's possible. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's look at number eight, Oregon at Colorado. Oregon favored by 31 and a half points. The over-under at 62 and a half. You should want to take Oregon because Colorado's dog shit, but yeah, I'm just going to stay away. That's a big spread. Yeah. I agree. Number 18, Oklahoma State at Kansas. Oklahoma State favored by two and a half points. The over under at 64 and a half. I like Oklahoma State here. I want to like Kansas. I love the Kansas story of them being a little better this year. I think their magic's kind of run out. And I think Oklahoma State comes out angry after a loss, an embarrassing loss, and handles business and wins by – I mean, all they have to do is win by a field goal. There's a reason for that spread. And you think it is? I think it's – uh, I think they know something we don't. I just – I think it's an overreaction. From uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's an overreaction. I would lean Oklahoma State to cover. I agree with Alex. The magic is up in Kansas. Um, it has been up for a couple weeks now. And they are starting to come back to the reality of the competition they're playing, even at Kansas, even though it'll probably be a sold out crowd. And that's good for that team and that school. But yeah, I think Oklahoma State by seven plus. Yeah, I'm, but I still want to mess with it. But that's my that's my thoughts. I think I'm going to leave it on my card as a best bet. I will tell you from my experience and getting in the hole. You can never put logic to big 12 games. 
Next Big 12 game, WVU at Iowa State. Iowa State minus seven and a half over under 50 and a half. And you can never put whose logic? Any sound logic to it. Like it's usually not my logic you're following in the Big 12. So basically, <laughs> I'm just saying that I didn't do terrible betting the Big 12 for a long time. So until this year. Until not really this year. It was the last few weeks. Yeah, I haven't been great. But at the beginning of the year, I was on. I think that Jim agreed because, like, after week two, he's like, oh, my, I love the Big 12. I'm taking all the Big 12. And, and then I gave out. And look at me now. I'm climbing back up. I know. All right. Number WVU and Iowa State. Iowa State minus seven and a half over under 50 and a half. I, I would uh, venture a under. WVU's running back is first running backs out, and Tony Mathis is still questionable. If they were both in, I would say the over, but I also think that the total would be higher if they were both in. So uh, I'll stay away. I stay away from the WVU games anyway, but I would stay away from this one regardless. Like I said, I would say under. If I had, if I was forced to make a pick. All right. Jim, any comments? I would take WVU with the points. Interesting. I actually don't hate that. Iowa State's kind of shoot has a tendency to shoot themselves in the foot, and WVU seems to win or lose every other game in rotation. So, number twenty-two, Syracuse at Pitt. Pitt minus three and a half over under forty-eight and a half. I really like Syracuse here. I really like Pitt. You always like Pitt. I really, yeah. I really like not to get involved in here. Yeah, I, I won't That's... either. I kind of like Syracuse money line. I don't know. Probably not going to touch it, but I kind of want to. I want to touch the butt. <laughs> Number 25, UCF at Memphis. UCF minus three and a half over under 58 and a half. I, I mean, I bet a lot of the, the public money is going to be on UCF. Um, just riding that wave right now. Like they beat Cincinnati last week. It's it's time to. That was a close game, though. Right, but again, what do we know about Memphis? And that's why I'm going to stay away because I believe there's going to be a lot of money on UCF, and I think it's just people following the trend. The Madigan crowd. Yeah. Uh. All right. Number twenty three, Liberty at Arkansas. Arkansas minus thirteen and a half over under sixty three and a half. I always think it's funny when you see this, like a number twenty three team, a ranked team against an unranked team, and the unranked team is favored by double digits. That's the SEC, baby. Yeah. No, uh, if, if anybody knows more than two facts, let me phrase that. If anybody knows more than one fact about Liberty's team, that they're thank you. as we're talking about, then well played. I, I may have an opinion on this. But if nobody can bring forth more than one fact about Liberty's team, I am going to go nowhere near it. Yep. Agreed. Texas at number 13, Kansas State. Texas minus two and a half over under 54 and a half. I think I'm going to limit myself to one Big 12 game this week, and it will be between taking Kansas State or taking Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State's a better bet than taking Kansas State. I agree with Jim. I think, yeah, Kansas State, They've obviously done enough for us to feel confident in them. But Texas has been so up and down as far as how competitive they are uh, that I don't want to mess with it. 
Okay. Number six, Alabama at number 15, LSU. Bama is favored by 12 and a half points with the over-under set at 56 and a half. I think Bama covers. Mm. Um, I would lean towards Bama covering. I wow. Actually, wow. Both of you. I said I would lean. Yeah, but like, why is it not, like, not Tell a me why home? Because LSU is just stuck around, stuck around, stuck around. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just I don't Ryan feel confident. Ryan Kelly's an idiot. Remember? I, I agree, but he's an idiot who's figured out how to be ranked number fifteen. Do you think that LSU is better than Penn State? Because Penn State played Alabama. Fifteen and sixteen. That's the only reason I bring this up. I think it's a game. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm hammering home right now. Give me Bama. If LSU covers, is Brian Kelly still an idiot? Uh, that's what this is. That's what's on the line. <laughs> the, the Brian Kelly idiot's okay. idiot status will make him is he an idiot. Brian Kelly has some redeeming qualities. Yep. Uh, I thought about the over here, but I feel like it's kind of like a trap. Like I'll put it down and be very. It's, it could it could be like like grind. I'm staying away. Number four, Michigan. <laughs> at I'm Rutgers. staying away. <laughs> Number four, Michigan at Rutgers. Michigan favored by 25 and a half points. The over under set at 45 and a half. Talk me out of the over here. I'm on an overs kick today. Uh, I'm not talking Ru- about anything. Rutgers, can they score points against Michigan? Okay. That's the that's, that's me talking you out. I just don't, I don't know what to tell you. That's all right. Well, that's where I'm at. Like, I think Michigan can put up 30 points on Rutgers easy, 35 points even. And then I'm like, Rutgers, does Rutgers get shut out? Rutgers is on the tail end. Like, they're falling fast. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. the question is, how many tunnels are there? That's well, it's at Rutgers. Yeah. I don't know how many tunnels the Rutgers has. Awesome. I think they got two. I think you're okay. If there's two, then, you know, Michigan may not be fired up to start the second half. Plus, it's the Jersey Boys. So. I wouldn't mess with a Greg Schiano team because he's coming to play. That's true. All right. Number five, Clemson at Notre Dame. Clemson minus three and a half over under 44 and a half. Go ahead, Jim. Uh, I'm just waiting for this one. I got nothing. You have nothing. You have no comment on how Clemson's only favored by three and a half versus Notre Dame when Clemson just climbed up to number four in the in the college football playoff poll. I think Notre Dame beats them. You know why they're going to beat him? Jesus. That mascot. Top five mascot beats top five teams. Remember that. It's at Notre Dame. I think they're catching Notre Dame at the right time of year. Clemson gets beat. Not my best bet. Clemson gets beat. Why do I like all of the overs this week? Why do I I want this game to be the Pat McAfee alternate (laughs) game? Where he's announcing it, or not announcing it, but he and he and the boys are hanging out. Oh, they're on the Catholics. All right, Arizona at number twelve, Utah. Utah minus seventeen and a half over under sixty eight and a half. Jim, back on any Utah train? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Staying away. Also yeah. staying away. Number twenty, Wake Forest at NC State. Wake Forest minus four and a half. Over under 54 and a half. This line kind of surprised me 
because of the nature of how they have a tendency to have like some recency bias. I mean, I know NC State hasn't looked great, but Wake Forest looked rough last week. I expected it to be like two and a half. A pick them ish. Yeah. I I would uh, I would lean NC State plus the points. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In state I, in state matchup at home. I agree. Um, I'm not going to take it as a best bet, but I agree with your lean that way. We have California at USC. USC is favored by 21 and a half points. The over under set at 60 and a half. I would take Cal plus the points. Cal's not very good. I don't think USC covers. Okay. I'm staying away. Yeah, I'm staying away from it completely. I'm not really talking you out of it, but I'm not talking you into it either. Number 10, UCLA at Arizona State. UCLA minus 10 and a half. I like UCLA here, kind of. Gun to my head, I agree. Yeah, I would I would lean that way as well. Yeah. I don't know what the over-under is, but I probably wouldn't mess with it. But UCLA to cover. Gimme, gimme, gimme. You're gonna take UCLA? No. Oh. Okay. I would say between an over-under I got, yeah, and I got a line, you. I would much rather be on the line side. Gotcha. Alex, your card right now is stacked. I'm t- I told you I have to work through a lot of things. Good grief. <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> All right. That is college football, which brings us into the professional American football league. I'm glad we, you we, that. we stand in solidarity with Pat McAfee. Yes, we do. In his uh, standing up to the, uh, the, the Sith machine. Lord, the Sith Lord, the shield, Roger uh, Goodell. Great. So from here on out, until otherwise noted, the league that was formerly described by three words in an acronym is now going to be described by the Professional American Football League or the PAFL. The PAFL. In the PAFL, we've gotten Thursday Night Football, Eagles at Texans, Eagles minus 14 over under 45 and a half. Fade Thursday, fade Thursday, fade Thursday. I know. That's the only reason I'm not taking the Eagles. It's because you've taught me better, but... I think the Eagles absolutely smoke the Texans. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. I honestly like the over because I think the Eagles score 39 points. Muff's never done me dirty in NFL, especially the last two weeks. But I have this whole fake Thursday thing, I think this is the Thursday matchup where we might be wrong. Well, you're more than welcome to take a take a bet there, Jimbo. I got a record to uphold. Well, such is the betting life. Oh. Getting into Sunday, while Jim thinks about it, Colts at Patriots. Patriots minus five and a half, over under thirty nine and a half. Give me the Patriots. Bill Belichick against a first, second, second time starting quarterback in the second game. Belichick handles them, and the Patriots cover. I agree with that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's not a bad take. Okay, next. I have so many other things going on, but. Next, we have the Bills at the Jets. Bills minus 12 and a half over under 46 and a half. I would lean Bills. I kind of, if anything on that line, I would lean Jets. But I don't think I trust any of it enough to actually. Well, you know, the Jets are 
hoping that Zach Wilson finds a way to not throw interceptions. And you know what? I just don't trust him to do that. Well, I mean, he's doing pretty well for a while, so things will be a little hard on the guy. That's fine. Well, until he shows me something, I'm not going to fade them, but I'm not going to take this game yet either. Okay. Next, we have the Dolphins at the Bears. Dolphins minus five, under 45 and a half. In case you guys didn't know, the Bears have acquired a top three wide receiver in Chase Claypool, at least oh, self, self-proclaimed self top three wide receiver. I was going to say. Yeah, no, yeah. give me the Dolphins all day in this game. I'm on Team Fade the Bears this week. I am staying away from Team Fade the Bears because I do not know what Justin Fields will look like with another wide receiver in the fold. Yeah, this could I actually see. be what helps them because they have Darnell Moody already on the outside. They have Chase Claypool and Cole Komet's yeah, always been solid. But they lost two major defensive players in their play. Roquan Smith Tyree and Quinn. Yes. Right, but those aren't DBs. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm I am full bore on the Dolphins. Yeah, I could I'm, be wrong. I'm not gonna, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take you away from it. Okay. We'll see where we end up, Jim. Uh, I'm still. Uh, that's the debate. I I want to fade the Bears. Mm-hmm. I, I'm debating it. I'm debating it. Okay. Packers at lines. Packers minus three and a half over to 49 and a half. Aaron Rodgers. If anybody has not seen the memes, the poking the stick, do something to the Packers uh, front office. They yes. did nothing while all the teams around them did things. So. So uh, Lions money line. Nice. Listen, you can do that. And I'm not going to sit here and argue. Aside from the fact that the Lions also lost a piece a big piece of their offensive puzzle in TJ yeah. Hawkinson, who was, I think the second leading receiver on that team. I'm on Ross a. Brown can't stay healthy. Um, and the Packers actually can play defense for the most part, at least play solid game. It's going to be on the Packers offense, what this game ends up being. And unfortunately they have not been consistent. That's to say the least. Jim. I am staying the hell away from that game. That's fair. Okay. Vikings at Commanders. Vikings minus three and a half over to 43 and a half. Send it home. Vikings to cover. I agree. I don't disagree. I just don't. It's not going to be a best bet for me. Because yeah, you're silly. Panthers at Bengals. Bengals minus seven and a half over to 42 and a half. I'm called silly. So. Uh, that did happen. That was a thing. I want to jump on the Bengals. Jamar Chase still out, though. And after their performance against the Browns, I will stay the hell away from this. Right, right. And the Panthers can run the ball, just like the Browns could run the ball. (laughs) And if the Panthers uh, find any type of uh, rhythm on offense, this could be a long game for the Bengals. How many times does Joe Burrow get sacked over under? Uh, I think Jim's line last week of three and a half is a good week to week line. Yeah, I think so. I, th- yes. And I don't know where I, I'm just going to say over because until they can show me that they can protect him, I'm just going to say over. Yeah, that's fair. Next, we got Chargers at Falcons. Chargers minus three over into 49 and a half. If I'm being really honest, I would love to just take Falcons money line. Would that be a spike pick? It would not be a spike pick. This would be that the Falcons have actually been competitive and the Chargers, I, I don't, Jim, have they got anybody back? That's why I was checking. Keenan Allen is still, it got worse during the bye week. Okay. 
It got worse. How so, I mean, the Chargers, it turns Literally, it says Keenan Allen's hamstring injury got worse during the Chargers' bye week. Like, that's what it says in the fantasy football update. Wow. So, like, I don't feel real good about them Chargers. Yeah, I'm not touching it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like I said, I would love to say Falcons money line. Yeah. I just this, this could be Justin Herbert with a week of rest has improved, and he may be actually able to sling the ball. And Austin Eckler is always the wild card in that team. But so. who's he throwing it to? Austin Eckler, the running back. The running back. Yeah. This is like Alvin Kamara. Who are we throwing to? Uh, Alvin Kamara. Who's running the ball? Alvin Kamara. I think the Chargers are in a similar spot. Yes. Agreed. Uh, staying ne- away. Next, we got the Raiders at the Jags. Raiders favored by one and a half over to 47 and a half. It says so much about the Jaguars. I, yeah, I don't want to touch this game because in my heart, I say the Jaguars because, like, I want to see them do well. In my brain, that's not possible, but the Raiders suck too. Right. Almost like they're tanking the season. I saw some ticky talks that put that theory out there. So yeah, I'm tank, just gonna... tanking for who though? That's always yeah. my thing in the NFL is who are you tanking for? It doesn't matter. They don't care. They just want a better pick. Yep. Right. The ghost of Al Davis says, "Tank, let's get better." <laughs> okay. And then they'll blow it. They'll get yeah. a better pick and then blow it. Yeah. They'll trade it away. <laughs> yeah. Next. Yeah, you like what? Sorry. I like this next game. Seahawks at Cardinals. Cardinals minus two over in 49 and a half. Call of Duty week two for FaZe Clan and Kyler Murray. Alex, I'll let you say this first. I would like to take the Seahawks money line. I'm going to take the Seahawks plus the points. Nope. I'm going bigger going home. Seahawks money line. When, when you lose by one, just remember. That's fair. It'll be about my luck. So, James? Why are you both on the Seahawks? What have the Cardinals? I mean, Cardinals do have DeAndre Hopkins back. Seahawks are just rolling right now. They can put up points. The Cardinals have been inconsistent putting up points. DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins is back. Is Marquise Brown back? It's the only thing that would lead, lead me to a different decision here. I don't know, to be honest. Only thing. But even then, I'm just going, let's go with the wagon. Give me the Seahawks plus the points. I'm hopping on the wagon. I'm okay with that. Oh, um, yeah. You can, you can. There's room for everyone. Jim, any? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. Just don't be sad when the bus leaves the station without you, Jim. I know. Okay. Rams at Bucks. Bucks minus three over under forty-two and a half. I I'd stay away. Yeah. Staying far, far away from this game, yeah, right? Exactly. Two, two underachieving teams. Yeah, I mean that. Any other season, you look at the over under at forty two and a half, and I'm jumping all over it. This season, obviously, not so much. Yeah, I think the only reason the Bucks are favored here is because the Bucks have actually a full complement of receivers and Leonard Fournette and Tom Brady behind the ball. Yes, that is it. The Rams haven't shown us anything to make feel any confidence so i think this is just you take the the better of the worst yeah the lesser of two evils that's it all right 
Titans at Chiefs. Chiefs minus 12 and a half over under 46 and a half in Sunday night football. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Titans are right. The Titans have been competitive. Um, they're a solid team. I think this this game comes down to how does the first quarter go? I think if the Chiefs come out firing and the Chiefs put up two touchdowns in the first quarter, then this game can get away very quickly because the Titans are not built to do this. Is Ryan Tannehill playing? I'm not sure. If Malik Willis is playing, I would say hammer the Chiefs. I think Tannehill may be questionable. If anybody can spot check me there. Uh, yeah, no, I I kind of like the Titans to cover, but like you said, it'd be if Tannehill was playing. If they're under a veteran quarterback, I think that they can stay within that 12 and a half. I still think the Chiefs win this game. But I don't think I'll bet on it. I looked at the over, but again, I don't know what it is with me this week in overs, but I'm going to not take it. It says the decision about whether or not Ryan Tannehill will play comes down to a matter of pain tolerance. So he's he's game time. Yeah. So that's why, again, if I knew Ryan Tannehill versus Malik Willis, I would feel more confident one way or the other. He expected to return to practice Wednesday, but did not participate in any of the individual drills. Fair enough. Any thoughts, Jim? I don't want that game. Ravens at Saints in Monday Night Football. Ravens minus two and a half over to 48 and a half. I like the Ravens minus two and a half here. I'm going to stay away because the Saints have a solid defense and I can see the Saints really shutting down the Lamar Jackson show in this one. And then it's just based on their offensive play, which has been spotty. So I have more confidence in the Saints shutting down Lamar Jackson, but that doesn't mean that the Saints put up enough points to to make this worth it. Jim? Staying away from that. I don't bet on the Ravens anymore. Bet against them. I'm not betting on a Ravens game. Okay. I'm I'm in I'm in a pressure cooker situation here, guys. Are pressure you? cooker? Yeah, because I I want to bet seven games. Okay. Okay. And I got three games on my NFL slate that are very much against the Muffian. Well, two games against the Muffian rules. And one I'm just not comfortable with. So I got the Eagles and Texans sitting here. Thursday night game. Thursday night rule. Mm-hmm. But I'm feeling kind of solid about that one. That's my number one game that I don't I don't necessarily want to cut. Okay. Then I got the Dolphins-Bears, the fade the Bears rule. The Muff has gone against. Okay? Okay. But, like, I kind of want to stick with that. But, like, I'm okay with cutting it. The Seahawks... Plus two. I don't. I. Why are you guys so hard on that? Because I just. I think the Seahawks are a good team this year. Uh, the Seahawks have been more solid and consistent week to week. The Cardinals have been inconsistent week to week. And you know, Call of Duty, Jim. We're about that time in the year where even if I was on the Cardinals train to start the season, this is the time whenever we fall off of that train. All right, guys. So if I had to cut two games out of those three I just gave you, mm-hmm. what two games would you cut? I, I would hold on to the Dolphins game. I would stay with the fade the Bears. Yeah, I would stay with the Dolphins. And I would take Dolphins and Seahawks because that's literally what I have. But you like the... I have to cut two of them. 
What game are you keeping? Moff, you're saying stay with the Bears? I'm saying stay with the Bears. Alex? With the Dolphins. Alex, what'd you say? I say I'd probably keep the Dolphins, too. Okay. Let it be red. Let's go. Okay. Getting to the best bets. I will start, and then Jim, and then Alex. Uh, Whoa, wait. Whoa, wait, what? Are we... Yeah, why are you on my line here, buddy? What are you doing? Whatever. I'm going first. I'm going to take... You're a special guest? That's at the picks. We got to get there. Okay. In college football, I'll be taking North Carolina cover seven and a half versus Virginia. Iowa Purdue over 40. I will take Wisconsin to cover four and a half versus Maryland. And I will take Tennessee plus eight and a half taking on Georgia. In the Professional American Football League, I will take the Patriots to cover five and a half versus the Colts. The Vikings to cover three and a half versus the Commanders. Dum, 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 dum. And the Seahawks plus two taking on the Cardinals. Jim. In college, I'm doing the UNC minus seven and a half against Virginia. Kentucky minus one and a half against Missouri. Uh, give me Tennessee plus eight and a half against Georgia. Give me Bama minus 12 and a half against LSU in the Puffle. Did I say that right? Puffle? Professional American Football League. Yes. I got the Colts or I got the Patriots minus five and a half against the Colts. Vikings minus three and a half against the Commanders. I'm still fading the Bears. Dolphins minus five and a half against the Bears. And I don't want FOMO. I don't want to miss out. I'm going to stick with the Seahawks plus two. I'm going to do eight bets against the Cardinals. Because I don't want FOMO. I don't want to miss out on the on the I know, and I know you will. Yeah, if you guys hit it and I didn't, I'd be pissed. All right. Um. So what, what did you guys – Advise me to do take Oklahoma State minus two and a half or Kansas State plus two and a half. Stay away from that Texas game. Oklahoma State to cover, I think, was the the, the decision. Between those two. I had to get, get it down to 10. 11 was weird. We're not doing 11 picks. All right. I have in the college world, primarily I'm in the college world, Duke at Boston College, Duke minus nine and a half. Ohio State at Northwestern over 57 and a half. UNC at Virginia, UNC minus seven and a half. Tennessee at Georgia, Tennessee plus eight and a half. Oklahoma State at Kansas, Oklahoma State minus two and a half. Syracuse at Pitt, Syracuse plus three and a half. Clemson at Notre Dame, I will take over 44 and a half. And then my three NFL picks will be the Dolphins minus five at the Bears, the Seahawks money line at the Cardinals, and the Ravens minus two and a half at the Saints. Muff, if I wanted to parlay, all of Alex's college games. Yeah. How much would I have to put on that? To what? Just to make it a valid bet. A penny? Yeah. Okay. I would like to put five extra dollars, and I would like to parlay all of Alex's bet, college bets. Okay, you're going to have to talk to Muffnack. I know. Interesting. I will also be doing that, but that's because I always do that. I will not be doing that. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to parlay all of Alex's bets. I, I appreciate all of Alex's that. college bets. Yeah, I appreciate the sport, Jim. Yeah, seven games. I don't know. You're probably looking at plus 
two thousand plus odds. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. He's like, I <laughs> which brings us to the specialty picks. First off, the Mike Allstott hit stick pick of the week. Pow, 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 pow. I think we had an early front runner, didn't we, in the college world? Yeah, we did that. You and North game Carolina. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Are we good with that? I'm good. With oh that. yeah. I'm good with that. Mike Allstott hit stick pick of the week is North Carolina to cover seven and a half versus Virginia. The nice. Neil Brown risky pick of the week. But down, 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 down. Mm. I mean, I, are we all on Seahawks plus the points? Seahawks money line would be no. nice. Yeah. 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 Seahawks. Mm-hmm. That, those are two easy ones. I know. We got along really well today, guys. Proud of us. Okay. Which brings us to the Punisher parlay. All stock goes in. I mean, we know it's a genuine, like, we feel good about it. Yeah. Okay, Jim. Do you, uh, you, you have you have the, the floor as far as the person who's going to stay in this. I'm going to take the Vikings minus three and a half against the Commanders. Hmm. My pick in the Punisher parlay is going to be the Patriots minus five and a half versus the Colts from the Professional American Football League. I hate that. Oh, I said NFL a lot, didn't I? You said, excuse you? I'm not very good at following the rules. Sorry, guys. Okay. I think we have to summon somebody. Oh. Oh. Oh, buddy Muffneck. Please join us on the betting show. Muffnack, are you there? Yes. Oh, man, I missed you. I have arrived to the betting show. We've, we've tried hard to make ourselves in the winning ways. Only one of us has achieved greatness. Muff has brought forth above 500 record. He and we've has, had- but as a show, I will say that this is a shitty show. We apologize for disappointing you. But we ask upon you to bring forth... First, first, first. Sorry. Let let me say, James. Yes, sir. As your bookie... I know, Muffnack, I know, yes. The chest is going dry. If not for the last two weeks, I would have needed more dollars from you. I've gotten really lucky, and I've not had to refill the war chest, but... Thank you for gracing me with the, the funds to keep going. Muff told me Uh-oh. that your daughter is selling bunt cakes. <laughs> she is selling <laughs> bunt cakes, yes. Hmm. Nobody called me. I'm sorry about that. I did not know you liked bunt cakes, Muffnack. Do you like? I was going to say, is Muffnack a bunt cake man? Muff likes bunts. <laughs> and he likes cakes? And bunts. And he will love bunts cakes. Bunts cakes. Yes. Mm, yes, bunts. Butts or bunts? Are we misunderstanding? Was there bunts? <laughs> I should not have to say it anymore. Bunts. Muffnack, we like brought you. 
We brought you on the show to have a pick and our Punisher parlay. The Punisher parlay. If you could grace us with a pick. Give me the rules of this parlay. <laughs> so basically what we do every week is we used to each pick a pick and put in our hit stick pick, but it wasn't going well, so we changed things up. So whoever loses, if you lose the week before, you get punished and you don't get the pick. So uh, I lost my pick lost last week, so I'm punished right now. That's what's going on. That's why it's the punisher parlay. Yes. Yes. So we oh. thought that since Muff had a winning record, you would want to come and give him your congratulations and maybe be a part of our punisher parlay. I appreciate the opportunity. So I should be picking a winner. Yes, that that's the I goal. Dive deep into the crystal ball. Hmm. Let us see. I give you two the opportunity to tell me if this is going to be from the college football world, or as I'm understanding it, we no longer refer to things as the National Football League. What do we, no, call, we, it? What do we call it now? The Poffle. The Poffle? Is it like one of those old stuffed animals? It's the Professional American <laughs> Football League, sir. Oh. Which one? Which sport would you like me to do? Which which games? College or the purple? Jim is the Punisher Master. I would say probably um I would say the college realm, sir. Digging into college, we say give me a conference. The whole I want uh, I want Jim to pick the conference and it can't be a spite pick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Muff, not going. ACC, sir. From the ACC. Hmm. Are you down with the ACC? Yeah, you know me. Hmm. I choose Duke to cover minus nine and a half against Boston College. Good pick, sir. Yes, thank you for allowing me to grace my presence, <laughs> since I'm the important one. <laughs> yes, thank you for joining the show. The show, and when that Punisher parlay takes itself all the way to Victory Town, remember me. Remember me. With with Shouser, thank you. Well, well, he made it back. I hear. Yeah, he was back. He was back in full form. Okay. I didn't know you liked bunts so much. Who, bunts? Bunts cakes? Yes. Do you like ch chocolate chocolate chip, y'all? Do you like big bunts? I, I enjoy the cakes of bunt. Okay. Shall right. we give the shall we give the rundown or just go home? Uh, to get the rundown, to make sure you know what you're listening to, be sure to follow us at Sports Jim Muff on Instagram and Twitter. Sports Stuff W forward slash Jim Amberson Muff on YouTube, on Facebook. Give us, give us all the action items, gents. Like, poke, tickle, lickle. Follow, retweet. Hug, squeeze, high five. Share. If any of these are options. <laughs> <laughs> do do what you're supposed to do in the social media. Yeah. Make this rocket ship go directly to the moon. Uh -huh. Blink, 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 blink. And the money to flow.
because Lizzo tells us it's about. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Lizzo tells us it's about damn time. Man, a woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, walking in my Balenciennes, trying to bring out the fabulous. Cause I give a fuck, way too much. I'ma need like two shots in my cup. Wanna get up, wanna get down.